Welcome to the Garv Roar Show, coming to you on Monday, November 25th. Hope everyone had a good weekend, and wherever you may be going for Thanksgiving, travel safely. Now, we did have an intriguing week of football, so let's talk about week 12 of the NFL season. Today's topics include the New England Patriots winning in another low-scoring victory against the Dallas Cowboys, Rapid Fire, which is a highly condensed version looking at several more games, and your takes of the week that you left on Instagram. But first, we're going to talk about that disastrous game from the Eagles yesterday, so let's get into it right now. The Seattle Seahawks beat the Philadelphia Eagles in a pathetic performance from the Eagles offense. The entire game they were stalled while also missing some key major pieces. Here's Doug Peterson on the loss today. But as the game progressed, I mean, it just, um, and, and again, watching the film this morning, if you remove the, I think if you remove the turnovers, um, you know, it, it's really not as bad as, as you, as you, as you, as it appears, you know, the turnovers make it, make it worse than it, than it was. Um, because we didn't capitalize, we didn't stay on the field, you know, we had some drives and then turnovers stopped us. So. Uh, those are the things we got to clean up. What the hell does that mean? Look, there's a lot to get into here and a lot I want to get off my chest. But first, let me start off by proclaiming this. I know the number of injuries that this team has sustained. I know that yesterday, Lane Johnson, Deshaun Jackson, Alshon Jeffrey, Nelson Aguilar, Jordan Howard, Darren Sproles, Corey Clement, and Brandon Brooks after that first drive due to anxiety were all not present on the field. What I saw yesterday, though, was embarrassing. There's no excuse for it, and it starts with Doug Peterson. I seriously don't get what goes through this guy's head half the time. His play calling stinks. What he said in today's press conference absolutely makes no sense. Like, remove the turnovers and it wasn't that bad? That's like saying you got shot in the chest, and if it weren't for all the blood and the collapse of the internal organs, ah, it wouldn't be that bad. I don't understand it. Next on my list is Carson Wentz. I know he had his guys out. He also had the worst game I have ever seen from him. Carson Wentz went 33 of 45, 256 yards, and two interceptions. And I don't consider that one touchdown he threw late in the fourth quarter to even be a touchdown. It was a garbage time TD. He missed a lot of throws. One especially comes to mind where it was Miles Sanders early on that wheel route and Wentz just overthrew him by like a full 10 yards at least. I mean, it's unbelievable. Look, his wide receivers get absolutely no separation. I know he probably has barely any reps with half of these guys because they weren't on the original roster, but still, that leads me to my next point. The front office, Howie Roseman, this is just another game to pinpoint on you. You knew we had problems at receiver after Alshon and Deshaun Jackson. You knew in the secondary we had problems. Defense played really well. We'll get into that, okay? So you see the problems with this team, and nothing was done to fix it. I mean, you re-signed Jordan Matthews for no reason because you just cut him two hours ago prior to recording this episode. This is like his fourth time joining the team and leaving, 
And then you signed Jay Ajayi, who has washed up knees from 2017. He's not the same running back anymore. So what did we think was going to happen here? Russell Wilson went 13 of 25, 200 yards and one touchdown. Similar to the Patriots game, that trick play really opened up the game for them. The defense balled out, but I do not appreciate celebrating while down 17-3. Like, come on, it's embarrassing. Chris Carson literally gifted you that football two times in a row. You shouldn't be flexing your guns when you're down 17-3. So what does this mean for the playoffs? What's that? Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. In order for the Eagles to make the playoffs, they need to win out. Now, that's possible with their upcoming five games. It's the easiest schedule in the NFL out of 32 teams. They play the 2-9 and nine Dolphins, the 2-9 and nine Giants, the 2-9 and nine Redskins, then the 6-5 and five Cowboys, which will probably be for the division, and then the 2-9 and nine Giants. The Cowboys' last five, however, the 8-3 and three Bills on Thanksgiving, the 5-6 and six Bears, the 6-4 and four Rams, the 5-6 and six Eagles, and then the 2-9 and nine Redskins. If the Eagles win out and beat the Cowboys, both of them will be 10-6. and six. That decider amongst that tiebreaker will be the common opponents, and the Eagles beat the Jets while the Cowboys lost to the Jets. So who would have guessed that those Jets games will be so meaningful for the division? Alright, while staying on that same topic of the Dallas Cowboys, the New England Patriots beat the Dallas Cowboys at home in some nasty weather. Tom Brady had a touchdown and 190 yards, while Dak Prescott had 212 yards and an interception. This was Amari Cooper's first game played as a member of the Cowboys with zero receptions. It's also the first time this season Tom Brady was held to less than 200 yards passing. This is what happens when Ezekiel Elliott is not involved in a big game. The Patriots are a different team when you run the ball effectively. I know I sat here two weeks ago saying Dak should have thrown it against Minnesota, but in these types of games, especially bad weather games, you have to run the ball when you have that elite caliber of a running back behind you. The one tripping flag on Zach Martin I thought was total BS. But the Cowboys are who I thought they were. They remain winless against teams above 500. I repeat, winless against teams above 500. Now on to rapid fire. We have three games here. The Carolina Panthers lose on the road to the New Orleans Saints 34-31 after Joey Sly missed two extra points and one field goal attempt that was actually shorter than an extra point. That Joey Sly stuff has been talked about so much already. What a terrible game for him, but I want to talk about Michael Thomas for a second. He's really separating himself from all the other receivers in this league. Three statistics for you. Number one, Michael Thomas has become the fifth player with 100 plus receptions and 1200 plus receiving yards in three consecutive seasons in NFL history. Number two, Michael Thomas has become the fourth player with eight plus receptions and 100 plus receiving yards in five consecutive games in a single season in NFL history. And number three, Michael Thomas joined Hall of Fame wide receiver Marvin Harrison as the only players with 100 plus receptions in their team's first 11 games of a season in the Super Bowl era. Next up, we have the Green Bay Packers losing at the San Francisco 49ers, not just losing, but getting blown out 
38 to 7. This was the third time this season Devontae Adams was held to less than 50 receiving yards. And lastly, we have the Detroit Lions at the Washington Redskins. The Redskins and Dwayne Askins pull away in this one, 19 to 16 in the closing seconds. Man, I gotta tell you, Dwayne Haskins, he missed that last snap because he was taking a selfie with a fan. Not a good look, rookie. I mean, it's not the worst thing you can do, but also that's really not a good look. But nonetheless, the Redskins win at home for the first time in 13 months. And how about the Redskins became the first team since the Bills in week 15 of 2014 to score 19 plus points and win a game without scoring an offensive or defensive touchdown. Alright, our last segment for today is your takes of the week you left on Instagram. As always, I told you to leave your take immediately following the Eagles game, and you guys did. We had about 50 to 80 responses, and all of them I looked through. We picked some of them here, so let's read some of them. Carson looked like Donovan effing McNabb with those overthrown 5-yard passes. Absolutely, he did. Thank you, somebody saw it. He was exactly like McNabb, you know, besides the skin color and the air guitar. I was at the game and I wish I wasn't. That's how bad it was. I'm sorry about that, buddy. But yeah, yeah, it's really bad. Eagles fans have the biggest commitment in the world. And if you stayed the whole game, wow, you deserve blessings from the Pope or something. The offense blows. Agreed. Next one. Carson isn't elite, and he might be a little overrated. Yeah, Carson isn't elite without a doubt, especially right now in his career. And being a little overrated, I think you're being a little kind on that, because right now Carson Wentz isn't performing anywhere near a top 10 quarterback, and that's what we value him to be. I mean, I know some people walking into this season said top 5, and Carson right now is not playing like anything like that. He's playing actually bottom half of the league. And our last response is, as bad as once played, there's no creativity on offense, fire Mike Grow. Yes, you're preaching to the choir, Mike Grow sucks. They, I mean, I, I honestly can't believe how impactful Frank Reich was on Doug Peterson and how impactful, you know, Filippo and all of these guys were because it's just really baffling to me that Look, I get it, your support group is everything, but at the same time, you're the one dictating the plays on offense. It hasn't been the same ever since the Super Bowl. The fact that those two guys left and it hasn't been the same, it's a really bad look for Doug Peterson. That Super Bowl, if he... I'm telling you what, man. If Doug Peterson lost that Super Bowl, this whole entire situation is different. You all better be lucky <laughs> that we saw a Super Bowl win because honestly, who knows when it will happen again. But thank you for listening to the Garvaroa Show. That's it for today. We'll probably be back at some point this week or we'll be back next week. Who knows? It is Turkey Week. So main priority, enjoy time with your close ones and enjoy the day of football on Thursday. It's going to be a good one. Enjoy all that food as well. I'm going to be definitely enjoying that myself. So everybody enjoy. See you guys soon. Take care.